What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Growing up, I had to make sure I made eye contact with my mom, and I said... I am still drinking this. Just leave it. I told you not to touch it! Jason Aldean is featured in a new documentary all about the Las Vegas Mandalay Bay shooting in 2017. Giselle Bündchen doesn't hold back on her marriage issues in Elle magazine, leading me to have a new theory on everything that's going on. A new docuseries on Netflix explores one of the biggest pop culture stories of the early 2000s, and I think things are about to really hit the fan in a bad way for this only murders in the building star. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Five years ago, country superstar Jason Aldean was on stage in Las Vegas during the Route 91 Music Festival when shots started raining down into the crowd from the Mandalay Bay Hotel. 58 people were killed that night and more than 800 were injured. The docuseries is called 11 Minutes and premieres September 27th on Paramount+. Plus. It looks chilling and very well made. Here's the trailer. Vegas was always one of the shows for me that I always look forward to. Welcome back to Route 91 Harvest Fest. Are we ready to party? October 1st, 2017, I woke up in Vegas. It was the best thing ever. It was like any other day. Crews are out working, getting ready for the show. That was my first country concert. Well, I was excited. I was like, all right, let's do this. It was great. Music sounded great. Crowd was pumped. The place was, it was just electric. Get ready. Here we go. Let's set it out, baby. That's when uh, the, the world changed for us. fall in the crowd. Boom, 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 boom. I just felt the worst pain of my life. You did not survive cancer to die here tonight. I told her I got her. I've already lost two girls. I'm not losing another one. Sorry. My sister was the only thing keeping me going. I was like, if I'm going to die, I want to help somebody. <sighs> to get as many people out of here as, as fast as I can. I've been shot. I'm bleeding. I can't say what made me decide to go back in, but it's the right thing to do. We're trained to take the fight to the person. Dad, go kill this motherfucker. I'm looking at what the heroes did that night. People risking their lives for other people. There's a very heavy weight that goes with being the storyteller. It's important that people know the truth. I don't think there was any one of us that thought we were coming out the same way that we went in.
Some of that was hard to watch, I know, so I promise I'm gonna end the show with something really funny, but only if you watch till the end. First though, there's another huge development in the Tom Brady Giselle Bunchen saga. She's on the cover of Elle, which was published this week, and she is spilling tea on their marriage. She revealed, this is a very violent sport and I have my children and I would like him to be more present. Then shared that she's definitely had those conversations with him over and over again and added, I've done my part, which is to be there for my husband. She also made sure to drive home the fact that she sacrificed a lot for their marriage, saying, I moved to Boston and I focused on creating a cocoon and a loving environment for my children to grow up in and to be there supporting him and his dreams. It's been a unique off season. And lately I've been seeing the same question on social media. Why'd you come back? I can give you a long speech, but the answer is actually pretty simple. We've got a hell of a team. I'm still feeling pretty good. And an arm, it's a terrible thing to waste. I've been reminded for almost a decade now, you're headed for extinction. And maybe so, but not today. Here's my prediction. I believe Giselle knows that she's going to file for divorce. Tom is clearly not going to retire again after retiring and unretiring. He would look even more stupid. So I think she's over it and she wants a husband who's around more. And I think she's on a media campaign right now to make sure she looks good in the press so that when she files, everyone is sympathetic to her situation, which like I said before, I am, I'm team Giselle. I'd be furious if I were her, but I think she's getting ahead of this thing so she can can make sure that everyone knows the story and she has proof from lawyers that she has been unhappy and tried her best. I'm 10 steps ahead of you. One of the most talked about pop culture events in the early 2000s was the bling ring. A bunch of teenagers breaking into celebrities' homes like Paris Hilton, Audrina Patridge, Lindsay Lohan and Orlando Bloom and stealing roughly $3 million in cash and belongings. There was a movie made about this years ago starring my queen, Emma Roberts, who I want to play me in a movie if I ever get the opportunity one day. And now Netflix has a three-part docuseries coming out September 21st about the robberies called The Real Bling Ring Hollywood Heist. Nick Prugo and Alexis Nyers were members of a burglary ring that targeted Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom, and other A-list stars. It was like they went shopping in my closet. The defendants want to be famous. The attorneys want to be famous. It's like a f***ed up L.A. Greek tragedy. I've always been the type of person to kind of do whatever I had to get what I wanted, but I never thought in my wildest dreams that it would reach the level of criminality that it did. We were constantly going to Paris's house. It was like our personal ATM. After my house was broken into, I was the most terrified I've ever been in my entire life. They made me the bling ring leader. It's just totally not based in any reality. Get attention no matter how you get it and you will become a celebrity. Oh my God, I'm in Vanity Fair! In the 2000s, reality TV and social media has made celebrities very accessible to everybody. The interest wasn't just they targeted celebrities, it was the brazenness of keeping the clothes and wearing it themselves. Really, another unlocked door. Well, we can do this again. I didn't come here to like save face. I came here to be honest. 
I'll probably watch this one. The story is a little overdone and tired, but I live for Alexis Nyers' little brown BB shoes. Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Nyers calling. I'm calling to let you know how disappointed I am in your story. There's many things that I read in here that were false. Like you saying that I wore six-inch Louboutin heels to court with my tweed skirt when I wore four-inch little brown BB shoes. $29! One of the major stars from Only Murders in the Building season two is clearly using hard drugs and having a complete downward spiral right before our eyes. It is so bad that Margot Robbie was just seen leaving this star's house in tears. I am talking about Cara Delevingne. Now, I brought up that she had been displaying some weird, erratic behavior a few weeks ago, and it's gotten a lot worse and very obvious that something isn't okay. You're the son of Sam, Alice. Moi? What's got you pointing the finger at me, then? Simple. You have a tell. You play with your hair when you're lying, like you're doing right now. That is something that you do. I like playing with my hair. It's not a tell. You do the exact same thing when you were talking about your life as a posh little art legacy. Well, that wasn't a lie. Here's the evidence that something has been bad, bad with Miss Cara since July. She missed the launch of her collection honoring late designer Carl Lagerfeld. She didn't go to the Emmys on Monday, even though all her Only Murders in the Building co-stars went a few days before that. She was supposed to fly somewhere using Jay-Z's private jet, but showed up two hours late to the airport. She was dangling her feet out of the back window of the car. She gets on this jet. She sits there for 45 minutes before either being kicked off or deplaning herself. She's talking on her phone. She's dropping it several times and then getting back in her car and going back home. She's been seen completely tweaking out in public. Not the same cool girl that we're all used to. And it looks to me like crystal meth or crack cocaine behavior. Whatever it is, it is the hard stuff. things seem to be even more suspicious after Margot Robbie went to her house this week and was photographed leaving in tears. Now, Margot and Kara are best friends. This means something is really not right. Hopefully Kara's friends and family get her help fast. I would not be surprised if we get a rehab story soon. Okay, I promised that we'd end the show on something really funny. I was scrolling around on TikTok and I could not believe that I found this video. So here's the backstory. When I was six years old, I think that my dad might've gotten forwarded this video in like a chain email or something. You know, this was before viral video, before YouTube, before we even knew what the term viral was. And I would sit on my parents' desktop computer in the computer room and I would watch this video over and over and over again. And I would laugh till I cried. Now imagine six-year-old Alex peeing her pants laughing over this video. And there I was last night, it pops up, it's like 23 years later, and it is so old so the quality is not great, but the humor is still chef's kiss. Can't believe it, it's my first blind date. Oh, I do it all the time. Really? You guys meet? Greg, Janice? We sure did. <laughs> Great. We've got chemistry here. You feel it? I felt it. All right, Janice. Does anyone else remember this? All right, Janice! 
I felt it. TikTok has taught me that every single life experience I've had was not exclusive. Other big news for cute conservatives. The funniest episode, speaking of funny, of the spillover that we've ever done comes out at midnight Eastern tonight. I wanted it to be laugh out loud funny, especially after the heaviness of last week. It's with one of the biggest superstars in the conservative movement right now, and also one of the funniest people on the internet in general. You will love this episode. It's also very juicy. You get personal tea about me about them and all the laughs. It even features a lot of special visual elements, so I recommend watching the episode on YouTube this week if you really want the full experience. If you felt the chemistry here today, get it? Tap that heart or the thumbs up button if you're a YouTube guru. What is going on with Cara Delevingne? Share your theories. If you're interested in the Route 91 or Bling Ring docs, let me know. And please tell me if you have seen that blind date commercial before and if you think it is as funny as I do or if this is the first time you've ever seen it, please tell me that you laughed like I did. Send this episode to someone and ask them if they've seen that clip before because it makes me die every time. And your support, by the way, has been unreal lately on each episode. Keep tapping the save button to help politics in the algorithm. Do not forget that the new episode of The Spillover tonight is going to be a can't miss episode for our one year anniversary, plus a huge announcement for you. I'll see you with your shiny and bouncy hair that smells like strawberries tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.